This is Katie and Kate Carbondale. Support for Geekspeak on Katie and Kate comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing Mac, PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Secure, informed, and connected. 948-7992-970. 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McGreer from Roaring Fork Help Desk, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Good. You ready for Christmas? No. No? No, I've been working seven days a week. Oh, so not much shopping. No, I, I I wake up and I go to work, and then I get home and it's dark. I hang out with my girls for dinner and go to bed. Got it. Well, That's you it. know, when it comes right down to it, presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, is far more far superior to P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. Yes, absolutely. This is this is coming from a guy who's completely in the weeds on his Christmas shopping this year. <laughs> And so I'm getting ready to use that line a lot in the next week. So, uh-huh. I'm here. Yeah. That is your gift. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is I, I got a great gift idea for one of my kids. Um, you know, yesterday when she like called and asked for the AAA, num- uh, AAA membership number because her car wouldn't start. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get her one of those little jump starter boxes. But out of all my kids, the only one that's not going to be there on Christmas Day is the one that needs that. So so I got a present for the one person that's not going to be there on Christmas morning. So it's, uh, anyway, give us a call, 970-963-2976. You're listening to Geek Speak. Matt and I are here. We're tan, rested, and ready after two weeks of not doing Geek Speak yes. to help you with your computer problems. And um, let's see. You know what? Something, a, a subject that's really near and dear to my heart right now is um, the importance of making sure that all your contact information with your email provider is correct. Um, I've been going through a debacle lately. Um, you would not believe. Let's see. A couple of things. First of all, if you're getting ready to get rid of an email address, seriously think about all the different possible places that may send you a password reset link to that email address because if you get rid of that email address and then you get locked out of one of your favorite websites and they uh-huh. send, and then you, you could literally be <laughs> faced with having to start a whole new account oh that reminds you know? me of a story yes <laughs> yes you <Do> tell <laughs> okay so just that, well this is they actually trashed their entire domain okay so fortunately nobody else bought it up for, for points or whatever, but I've had a client and they're like, oh, my email is, you know, such and such at so-and-so.com. Mm-hmm. And I look up so-and-so.com and see who owns it. Nobody owns it. It was just, you know, back into back in the pool. Uh-huh. And so I'm going, if you want to get these accounts back and you want to do password resets, I have to buy the domain, set up an, the email address exactly as it was. Mm-hmm. And then you can go hit your, you know, we can wait for that to propagate through the internet, and then we can hit pa- password reset. Oh God, <laughs> I've I've done that. Yes, I've, I've... I've done exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. It's not fun. It's. I mean, yeah. it could have been it could have been worse. Where I had to be like call like you know somebody some other company had picked up the domain and be like, so I have a story. Yeah. <laughs> Would you set up an email address for me for like a week so I can get this taken care of for yeah. my client? Yeah. Exactly. Well, and you know, I uh, th- the one that I've probably encountered it or come across it the most with is um, a lot of people around here for a long, long time had uh, at Soapers.net 
email accounts, mm-hmm. you know, and and th- there's nothing wrong with the Soapers.net email account, um, with the exception of the fact that, well, and you can argue, we, we can debate this, but I believe that the absolute best spam filtering in the world is on Gmail's system. You know, I, I just... I just don't get spam, okay? You know, that, and uh, that's the system that I use for, for all my, my email stuff. And um, so, uh, you know, I've had customers, and we move them over from Sopris over to Gmail. Um, but I'll tell you, it's it may cost, what is it, two ninety nine a month or something to, yeah, to, three, keep, three to keep your Sopris.net email account. It's way worth it <laughs> yeah. because on their system, if you go ahead and cancel the email address, they will not reactivate it for you. At least not, not within yet. my realm of experience. It is, they just basically say, no, that's not the way our system works. It's, it's almost like they're trying to spin down the server that's doing at Sopers.net and, and they're like adding accounts back onto that server is not consistent with our mission here. Right. Of <laughs> decommissioning mi- the server. Our mission is to spin it down. <laughs> and so therefore I'm not going to give you that. I'm not, not going to let you have it. So um, anyway, so what we're saying is make sure that the secondary email address on your account settings for your primary mail account, make sure your secondary email address is correct. Make sure you have access to that account. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a two-factor authentication um, where they send a little, like, text-to-code to your phone or whatever, make sure they've got the right phone number on mm-hmm. file for that. Um, because I've, like, literally got one of my business customers who's, like, stuck in the mud right now. Um, because And part of it's because uh, are you aware that GoDaddy has now uh, transitioned out all their workspace accounts? Or they're, they're transitioning... GoDaddy is no longer going to be hosting mail, is the bottom line. So, um, so they're, they're moving to all Google Workspace or no, Exchange. Well, actually, or, I don't. I don't know oh, about the Google Work, the Gargle Workspace. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know about the Google Workspace part of it. All of the native uh, GoDaddy accounts, uh, all the native GoDaddy email accounts, are now being moved to Microsoft 365. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, you. Uh, make sure that all your contact info is correct on your if you if you are a GoDaddy subscriber or I mean just just about anybody, anyone you know yeah make sure that uh, you've got a good valid phone number that you can receive text messages. That's where I'm. See, I'm, that's another one. See, I was I mean, gonna say I got st- I'm stuck on that one with uh, with an account right now. Me too. Me on too. a Microsoft account, so yep. I I set up uh, Microsoft Authenticator because they for they won't they won't use Google Authenticator. Okay. So I set that up for the accounts. So I have second factor authentication. And of course, my phone number is already associated with another account. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what phone number I used. Oh, no. <laughs> you, so, but you do know the last two digits of it, right? Yes. And I have no <laughs> idea what it was and how I was able oh, to set boy. that up. Yeah, that's rough. That's, so, yeah. But, but the problem is, is that the phone with the authenticator on it, because it's not my standard authenticator, mm-hmm. is, died shortly after I did that procedure. Got because it. they forced me to do the procedure, uh-huh. and now my phone's bricked. Uh-huh. Th- that has uh-huh. the the encryption code for for that. Oh man! So it's... I'm gonna have to call my rep and see if they'll be nice to me. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it, it happens even to us. happens to Matt and Louie. You know. So, but uh, anyway, I mean, you, you'll have no idea how, just how completely hosed you are until you are hosed and locked out of your mail account. 
And uh, and like in the situation that I'm in, uh, you have to submit a special uh, report and a bunch of documents. You have to submit uh, driver's license, uh, t- business license, so on and so forth to vet your legitimacy. And supposedly that only takes 24 to 72 hours. Well, here I am, day number six, and having – well, the, the, the biggest problem is the only way I can test whether it worked is to go and see if I can, like, log in. Because I, I just asked them to turn off TFA, you know. That's mm-hmm. one of the options. Like, do you just want us to turn off TFA, two-factor authentication? I'm like, yeah, that, that would help. That will do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the only way I can test whether they've reset things on the other end is to go and try to log in. So three times a day, I go and try to log in for my customer, and uh, still, no love. I'm still locked out. And uh, so, and you know, the problem is the people at GoDaddy, you know, you're like, okay, this is what my name is. This is my account number. They're like, okay, sure, that's right. Sure, that's who you are, you know. And, uh, you know, they all treat you like you're like, So you got to, you know. <laughs> well, so you need to like, uh Spoof your caller ID for so it looks like you're calling from the uh, company that you're actually calling for. No, I didn't really do that. They but I mean, far. they just treat you like you're, you know, you're like your yep. suspect. Because I'm guessing they probably get a lot see, of this kind I was of stuff. Say, last time know, I so. dealt with that particular entity, uh, you know, I basically had to restart every day. Mm-hmm. I, I had to like I call and say, I need you to do this for my client, mm-hmm. and then the next day, fresh start. I need you to do this for my client. And eventually. You know, it, it took like two, three weeks to be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, uh, finally get to the place where we were, our goal was." Uh huh. It's just yeah. it, it can be a real. You have to you have to badger them a lot. Yeah, because otherwise there's no follow through unless you mm-hmm. get it done right then. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny. I actually because uh, GoDaddy uses a thing called a support pin, a four digit support uh-huh. pin, which. Another thing, if if you're on a uh, internet provider, uh, domain or mail host or whatever that uses a support pin, get it, write it down, make sure you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is, the only way to if you don't have it written down, the only way to get that support pin is to be logged into your account. And the only way to get help getting logged into your account, if you get logged out, is it's- to provide the support pin. So. Hence the classic catch twenty two. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get your support pin. But this was actually pretty hilarious because we were sitting there. I'm talking to the rep, and she's like, "She's like, can you provide me with your support pin, please?" And uh, I'm like, yeah, "I'm like, okay, well, I'll try." You know, I, I had a couple of pin numbers, you know, from this client. I tried tried those. None of them worked. And like just on a whim, and like so, the problem I'm having is. The, the phone number that's on record is like a 15-year-old landline number. You know, it's no longer that, – that's where they're trying to send the TFA text messages to is a 15-year-old landline Do number. they still have the landline? And, no, they don't. Oh, no. <laughs> and not that they, they don't give you an option to do it over voice anyway. So, I mean, even if it was like, so I, yeah, I would have to port it over to a cell phone. Right. Yeah. And, or, and then receive the text messages. Yeah. Or, and, yeah, you have to port it. So, Cause like the, like if you, you can text my office number, the 704 number for my office. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which was a, you know, that's a, that's a landline number. Which is actually kind of funny. I'm actually getting an idea talking about this. So, what I'll do is I'll talk to my client and I'll go, okay, what was that number? 
So then we'll go ahead and call the number, see if anybody's there. say, so yeah, all those text messages you've been getting with all those that codes, was me. could you give me the most recent one of those? <laughs> well, anyway, so I'm just like poking around, and, and the girl on the other end of the phone is going, yeah, he doesn't know the PIN number. She's just thinking to herself, <laughs> he doesn't know the PIN number. So just out of the blue, just on a whim, the, my very last try was I tried the last four digits of that 15-year-old landline number, and she goes, okay, let me type that in. She goes, wow, that was it. <laughs> she was like, did, did, did you just guess that? <laughs> she well, I mean, really, you she really thought that I just guessed it. I mean, you have yeah. a one in 10,000 chance. It's not, I mean, that's, that's pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, anyway, you know, I, I successfully guessed 1210 uh, as the PIN number. <laughs> so. She was very impressed with me. So uh, you're listening to GeekSpeak. Give us a call, 970-963-2976. Our operators are standing by. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to get you in. We are getting a lot of incoming calls. Oh, yeah, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) So even even Donna Dalton won't return my call today. I was hoping I could get her to call in. So it's – well, you got any uh, big special plans for Christmas, Matt? Uh, Just hang out with the family. Yep. Yeah. Got any good uh, tech doodads that you're getting for anybody? Or like I said, I haven't had two seconds to think about, yeah, uh, you know, presents. That's when you know you've completely entered the realm of adulting. You don't even have time to buy presents for yourself. So yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't even know what I'd want at this point. Yeah, it, it gets to that point. I'm just I'm yeah. sitting here going, "Well, I just kind of like these projects to be finished." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's the most low tech gift I can get myself? Oh, yeah. torque wrench. There we go. That'll yeah. do it. I already have a nice digital torque wrench. Oh, it's you? digital. Okay, well, I know who to borrow one from next yes. time I get into trouble. Yeah. yeah, if you need a torque wrench, I'll let you borrow my torque wrench. I get wrench. my lug nuts exactly the right yes. number of pounds per square foot. So. Although I didn't buy the extra expensive one that was within, because they had like three options from the manufacturer, and one was within like 4%, uh-huh. and then there was one within like 2%, and then there was one within like a tenth of a percent. Got it. And the prices matched those percentages. Uh huh. So I got the four percent one. Got it. Which is more than enough for what I do. All right. <laughs> so we were uh, talking before. <laughs> we've been talking about Twitter a lot. Um, so I guess uh, Twitter has been, or Elon's been voted off his own island <laughs> by his subscribers. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to go too far down this. People are tired of hearing about that guy. Um, <laughs> I know I'm tired of hearing about him. <laughs> But I guess he posted a poll yesterday saying, uh, um, should I resign as the CEO of Twitter? And I will abide by the uh, by the, the whims of the, uh-huh. the wishes of my yeah. no, I, of my subscribership. I guess know? he could move to chairman of the board yeah. from CEO. Yeah. Or he could just, just go all in and be like. And then just terrorize the CEO. Right. right? Yeah. Well, or, yeah. Although when I formed my corporation, I, I asked my wife if I could put my job description as dear leader. Okay. Instead right. of, of instead of president, mm-hmm. and she's like, just use one of the standard terms, please. Like, I don't think be... that's in the drop down box, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I thought you were going to do something like you know, totally sucking up and and make her the CEO, and uh, you you'd just be like the treasurer or something, you know. The, the that's too much pressure. Chief technology officer. Yeah, I could do CTO. That'd be yeah. all right. There you go. So. Yeah, so uh, I guess it, it kind of remains to be seen. There hasn't been any definitive uh, re- reply from uh, the, the dear leader, Elon. 
that he's going to step down or not. Um, so we'll wait and we'll, we'll bring you guys up to speed on that on our, our next exciting episode. Um, but I uh, heard uh, a pundit the other day musing that um, if the bright backroom boys at uh, Google aren't just working feverishly to develop their own Twitter-like product, um, then they're stupid. And uh, and it immediately came to me. I'm like, oh, I've even got a great name for it. You could call it Glitter, you know, like the Google version of Twitter. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and you know, if Glitter.com was available, that bad boy would be registered to my name by now. But I doubt it's I didn't available. even look. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even look, man. So, um, but yeah, so there you go. I mean, Glitter. Uh, I suppose you could put some some other e- extra suffix you know well uh, i guess you do gl- what glitter dot, dot goog do, don't they have their own top level domain do they i think they do oh that, that would work yeah yeah glitter dot goog yeah we've we've gone a long ways down haven't we so all right, right. we got a call all right you're on with the geeks oh didn't grab it let's try this again hello oh, it's not picking up Let's try um, this one. Toggle, is there like the top switch there? Uh, utility supposed to be on? <laughs> no, it's not picking up. Just having some technical difficulties. Great. Nope. Geek speak. No luck. Well, you know, should I just pick it up and do a synopsis? <laughs> sure. All right. You're on with the geeks. Hey. Well, we the board wasn't picking up for us actually, so uh the viewers can't hear you, so I'll have to relay what you're talk what you want us to talk about. <laughs> mhm. I feel like such a voyeur. Yep, that's no. That's a, a good choice for backup. Um, there are some SSDs that are available for that, but so the caller wants to know about uh, backup. So I'm gonna let you go, and we're gonna talk about backing up your your uh, Mac computer. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. All right. So, that was interesting. <laughs> got to do what we got to do. Yeah, yeah. So he so wants to know about. He wants to do Time Machine. He wants. To, so he had Time Machine set up. Okay. And. He, I, disc, it sounds like the disc has the disc has failed or or gone away. Okay, and he wants to know if he can just go out and buy uh, a new, you know, two or three, four terabyte, uh, you know, Western Digital or similar mm-hmm. uh, external hard drive and plug it in and say go. Yep. And, and th- the answer th- is yes, probably. <laughs> right. You got to get through the formatting. Uh, yeah, as long as you can get through the formatting phase, and and typically Mac will come up and say. Do you want to, you know, you plug in a fresh drive, and it'll come up and say... You'll choose it as, you go into Time Machine, you choose it as the new Time Machine disk, and then it says, in order to use this disk for Time Machine, it needs to be reformatted, right? I thought it did that, well, I get, or is that that only when it's formatted as for Mac already? Where where you just plug it in and it says, would you like to use this drive for for Time Machine? So I think if it's Mac formatted already, I think you can do that. Now, if if it isn't, so you can just buy whatever you, any 
drive you want. The formatting isn't isn't important. Mm-hmm. Um, if it if it's like for Windows formatted, then you <clears throat> then you go into <clears throat> excuse me system preferences and Time Machine, and then it should there should be a list there, and you should be able to select it and say use this for Time Machine, and then it'll do that prompt where it says I'm going to have to format this to to Apple, uh-huh. and I'm going to erase all your stuff. Yes. That's not your stuff anyway, so or the stuff that's not even on the disc yet. Right, so. there's nothing on the disc, so yeah, exactly. except for maybe some utilities, which are yeah, got it. Not useful. I mean, okay. they they work, but yeah, definitely. So yeah, so uh, in, just in, in general, in summation, um, a lot of people will go out to Target or um, Wally or whatever and it'd be shopping for a, an external hard drive to back up their Mac, and uh, the fact that it says for PC on the on the disc scares them away and they think mm-hmm. they think they that they they're, they're out of luck you know there's mm-hmm. nothing there um so they'll they'll get online and you know yeah i mean one way of doing it would be to jump on amazon and order a 2 terabyte drive that's formatted for mac yeah. already and that that's probably your you know path between the shortest path between mm-hmm. two points yeah um okay. but if you need one right now go ahead and grab one that's that says pc at walmart or target or whatever and uh, then, you know, basically, and there's all kinds of articles about this, you know, how to do it, um, uh, how to get it to the right format so it'll work with Time Machine. Yep. So. I think Time Machine will basically do it for you if you tell if you go into System Preferences and Time Machine and tell it to use that one. Mm-hmm. It'll come up and give you a prompt and say, I'm going to have to format this. And you say, yes, go ahead. Yep, exactly. So. Uh, I guess the other thing to talk about is how much, you know, space are you using on your computer? Mm-hmm. So, you know, does it if you go into on a Mac, you go up to the Apple and go to about this computer and then go to is it storage or I think it's storage. Yeah, there's a tab called storage. And then it'll show you how big your total hard drive is mm-hmm. or or storage device and it'll show you how much you've used. And so you probably want to be, you know, maybe at least double whatever the maximum storage is. Mm-hmm. So if you have a 1 terabyte hard drive, then you're, you probably want a 2. Yeah. Uh if you have a 500 megabyte uh, gigabyte drive, uh, you know, you could probably get away with a terabyte. If you can even get find one. <laughs> right. If you can <laughs> yeah, you can't find one terabyte. So much yeah, you anymore. might not be able to. Yeah. But, you know, I yeah, I generally start with a two terabyte. I, I use a formula of four, mm-hmm. I, I basically four times what the capacity of the hard drive is. And that way you'll never, <laughs> deal yeah, with a, the computer will bite the dust before the time machine backup fills up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, it's... But, yeah, you can use, uh, and I guess, you know, we just have a couple minutes left uh, if anybody wants to call 963-2976, area code 970. Um, but uh, one of the things I was actually dealing with today is, um, oh, let's try this again. Let's see if we can get him. You're on with the geeks. That's not going to take oh, it today. Pain. All right, one more time. You're on with the geeks. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. I'd put the earpiece up to the... All right. So, you know, it really comes down to make sure your phone's up to date. Yep. And make sure that you have uh, a good, a strong password for your Mac account. 
yeah, for your Apple ID account. For your Apple ID. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's really the... So I mean, was the question whether or not she needs to set a security code on the phone itself? It sounds like she wanted to put security on the phone. So I was thinking like an antivirus, and I would oh, say yeah. no. Can you even put an antivirus on an iPhone? See, I don't think that an, yeah. an iPhone will let you get in there. Apple let you do it, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, I, I do recommend having an unlock code on there, though. Um, I mean, that is... Yeah, set up Face um, ID and an unlock yeah. code. and because um, you know the combination of having uh, Find My Phone enabled in the iCloud settings and having an unlock code on the phone will pretty much. I mean, even if somebody does steal your phone, it's not going to do them any good. Um, you know, it's, right? Because you'll go into Find My Phone on your on yeah. a computer, log in, and say it's stolen, and then it's basically a brick. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. can tell it to remotely. It's a shim. <laughs> yep, it's a, sh- it's a it's a stool shim. Yep. <laughs> so. Very good. All right. Well, hey, you know, this has been a, uh, a rousing episode of Geek Speak here. And uh, so I guess we'll take uh, bets as to whether, whether Elon will still be the great leader when we come back. The CEO. Yeah, the CEO. <laughs> yep, we'll see. Um, let's see. So our next episode is going to be in the new year. Looks like, right? Second? Yeah, second if we so, if we so choose. Yes. Yep. So... All right. We'll be back in well, 2023. I'm, I'm planning on being here. So. All right. Yep. All right. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McGrath from Rowan for Help Desk in studio with Louie, the computer guy. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. And uh, happy holidays, everybody. And see and, you next uh, year. Yeah.